And so um, I just want to, to share a little bit from Psalm 27 this morning, especially during this time of um, the coronavirus. And um, it'd be interesting if, if any of the students uh, keep a track of how many times coronavirus is mentioned uh, in this service, but uh, that's okay. Um, let me just uh, share God's word um, uh, from Psalm 27. And the question that I want to ask everybody is, what are you afraid of? Like there are a lot of things that uh, make us fearful or that we're afraid of. Maybe you're afraid of the dark. Uh, maybe you're afraid of spiders. Maybe you're afraid of snakes. Um, you know, what are you afraid of? And uh, unfortunately, we live in a world where uh, there's a lot of reasons to be afraid, uh, whether there's uh, crime or bad things that happen. Um, but God has also told us that he has not given us a spirit of fear. Second uh, Timothy talks about that. And, and Jesus has assured us that greater is he that is in me, that is in the world. And so uh, during a time like this uh, with the coronavirus going on, uh, this is an opportunity for us as believers to to grow in our faith and to grow in our, our uh, connection with God. And every opportunity for fear should be a chance for courage and bravery, not retreat. Uh, but this is only possible if you've got someone big who's got your back. Um, if you were to, to go around your school with Shaquille O'Neal as your bodyguard, uh, I don't think you would uh, be afraid of anybody who tries to uh, bully you or tries to talk trash to you or um, tries to harm you. You just, you know that Shaq has got your back and you have nothing to be afraid of. Um, well, how about in your life circumstances? Are you afraid? Um, but you can have courage if there's someone in your life who's big and who's got your back. And when we read Psalm 27, um, David had someone who was big and that had his back, and it was God. And so when you're reading through this psalm, we see that David um, was afraid, and it's okay to be afraid, but you'll see what his focus was on. And David um, was engaged in a battle against the enemy, and uh, we, we don't know specifically, uh, but in verse 2, it was so intense that David's enemies wanted to eat his flesh, they wanted to eat him up, like devour him. And then they set up a camp just to make war against him. But David had confidence and David was confident that he would be lifted above his enemies. Um, yeah, it's possible that he could lose his life. But you know what? That wasn't his focus. As you read the Psalm, the Psalm 27, did you notice that not once, not once does he ask God for protection? He doesn't say, dear God, please protect me. Please protect me. Not once does he ask God for protection. But you know what was the center of God, uh, David's attention? It was God. He focused on God. He wanted God. He pursued God. He sought after God. David's confidence was in God and God calmed his fears. And so therefore, David is able to ask, whom shall I fear? Whom shall I be afraid because David's confidence was in God. His relationship with God was so close. He knew God as a friend. He knew God. And so he's like, who am I going to be afraid of? There's no one I'm going to be afraid of. So can I ask you again, 
what are you afraid of? You know, the reality and the truth is you're going to be afraid. And the question is not, will I be afraid? But how can I handle the fear that comes my way? And for David, God was his light. And you know, anytime that you're afraid, you always want to have light, right? When things are dark, if you shine the light on it, then you won't be afraid because you can see everything. You can see if there's anything moving, if there's anything happening. And um, so if you're afraid, you want light. And God was David's light. And God was David's salvation, meaning that he was his um, liberator from his fears. He set him free from his fears. So whenever uh, David was afraid, God set him free from his fears because he knew that God had his back. But not only that, God was David's strength, that, that God would give him the, the strength to overcome and conquer his fears. And so what we know is that God was on David's side and David was on God's side. Come on, somebody. Can I get an amen? And if God was on David's side, then nothing can overcome him. And so now he's engaged in in battle, he's engaged in war, and David's confidence never wavered in verse 3. And David attacked his fears by desiring to be close to God. The presence of God had always been his reassurance. Um, You know, if you go through the history of scripture, you look at Moses, right? Think about Moses. When Moses was fearful and was about to go before Pharaoh, Guess what God promised him? God promised Moses his presence. Moses said, I don't want to go and fight if your presence doesn't go with me. And and so God promised my presence will go with you. Now watch this. You fast forward to the New Testament. And when Jesus was on this earth, he uh, with his disciples, he commissioned them. And the disciples were scared, right? Uh, Jesus went to the cross. He, he rose from the dead and they were frightened and they were scared. And guess what God says to comfort them? What is his promise? His promise was, I promise to be with you throughout the end of the age. I promise my presence to be with you. He says, I'm not going to leave you alone. I'm going to give you the Holy Spirit who's going to be with you. And the same spirit that is in us that raised Jesus Christ from the grave is in us. And so we have our confidence in him and we don't have to be afraid. Whom shall I fear? Whom shall I be afraid? And so as David um, sought after God and as he contemplated all this, he broke out in praise and singing to God. Um, I don't know if you know this, but singing, singing to God, singing worship to God is a sign of close fellowship with God. Because Ephesians 5, 18, 19 says, be filled with the Holy Spirit singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs among yourselves and make music to the Lord in your hearts. And so it says, be filled with the Holy Spirit, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. And, and so when you're singing, um, it's, it's uh, a sign that we're having fellowship with God. And, and, and the psalm says that God inhabits the praise of his people. And so when we begin to praise and worship him, when we begin to sing to the Lord, He inhabits the praises of his people. He is with us. We're having close fellowship with him. You know, um, during this this difficult, challenging time uh, with with the virus, 
Um, it's easy to be afraid. And, you know, let's be honest, it, it's, it's a crazy time uh, that we're in. Um, but fear is an opportunity for faith. Can a brother get an amen? You can even write it online. Um, fear is an opportunity for faith. If we begin to see that fear is an opportunity to drive us closer to God, when fear comes our way, we can pray as David did. He gave us a great example. In verses 7 and 8, uh, David needed God's mercy. He, he asked God, God, I want to see your face. I need to see you. And as, as sinners, we, we come into his presence on the basis of his mercy. And so God, David needed God's mercy. Second, uh, David pursued God. In verse 8, he says, when you, when you said, seek my face, you know what David's response was? I will seek your face. God said, I want you to seek my face. And David's response is, I will seek your face. Uh, we have uh, our prayer meetings called 714, which is um, uh, named after Second Chronicles 714. And it says that if my people who are called my, by my name would humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven, forgive their sin and heal their land. And so God is calling us to um, pray and seek his face. And when God called David to seek his face, David said, I will seek your face. And so now I'm wondering if God is calling you, which I know he is, to seek his face. Will you be able to respond like David? Yes, Lord, I will seek your face. Third, uh, David prayed for guidance. In um, verse 11, he desired to follow uh, God's path. And so, um, you know, during times of anxiety, it's nice to have someone else give you directions, right? It's nice to, to have someone who knows how to get to the place where you're going. Um, it's nice that um, maybe if your mom or dad is, is driving the car to a restaurant or uh, to an activity or a friend's house, it's nice that he knows how to get there instead of you uh, having to figure it out. And so David prayed for guidance, and we can pray for guidance. We can ask God to, to help us and to guide us and direct us. So uh, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all of your heart, and don't lean on your own understanding, but in all of your ways acknowledge him, and he will direct your paths. He will direct you. Um, and finally, David prayed for God's deliverance from his enemies. Um, he was fighting a, a literal battle, a literal war. Um, and so he prayed that God would deliver him from his literal enemies. Uh, but maybe your enemies are not uh, literal. Uh, maybe they're things that your thoughts, uh, maybe lies uh, that the enemy tells you that you're not good enough, uh, that you're not smart enough. Um, so uh, David prayed for that. And he closes uh, by waiting on the Lord. He waits on the Lord. He says, Lord, I will wait on you. Um, this is probably the hardest thing to do when we're afraid, when we're fearful. Um, but listen to me, hear this, please. God is never in a hurry and neither should we. God is never in a hurry. You know, uh, honestly, I think many of us can uh, resonate with this, but I think God is forcing us to slow down. Uh, God is canceling everything so that all we have is ourselves, our families, our church community, 
Um, some of us are uh, working from home. Uh, for the students, you're going to be at home for three to four weeks. Um, God is never in a hurry, and neither should we. And I think the Lord is really asking us to slow down, seek his face, don't be afraid, that when we are in his presence, we will not be afraid. Uh, Martin Luther um, He had an interesting uh, statement on fear. He says, God and the devil take opposite uh, tactics in regard to fear. Uh, The Lord, he first allows us to become afraid so that he might relieve us from our fears and comfort us. But the devil, on the other hand, he first makes us feel so secure in our pride, our sins, that we might later be overwhelmed with fear and despair. We started this message by asking, what are you afraid of? What do you fear? Loneliness? Jesus said, never will I forsake you. Never will I leave you. What are you afraid of? You know, unfortunately, because of this uh, pandemic, a lot of people are losing their jobs. Uh, They're losing income. Um, are Are you afraid of that? Well, God says, my God will meet all your needs according to his glorious riches. Maybe you're afraid of dying? Well, in Jesus, he says, I, I am the resurrection and the life. For he who believes in me will live, even though he dies. Guys, God knows what fears you face. Why not face your fears and say with David, I am confident that I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. I wait patiently for the Lord. I wait patiently for the Lord. Be strong and take heart and wait for the Lord. So I encourage you, be strong, be courageous, for the Lord is with you. During this time, let's seek God together, whether it be online, whether it be through chats and text messages and cacaos. Um, Let's be strong and courageous, and let's do this together as a community. And all of God's people said, amen, amen. Uh, Let me pray for us. Father, we just uh, bless you. And uh, Lord, we pray, we thank you for your word. We thank you for Psalm 27, God. May that be our prayer uh, today. God, we want to bless you and uh, bless our families. uh, Bless those who are uh, joining us uh, as individuals, uh, that even in uh, their homes, that that you would visit them, that they would uh, experience a closeness with you. God, we thank you uh, for this opportunity. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.